When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wendy's is giving you a chance to win cash. Head to a participating Wendy's, snap a pic when you try the new homestyle French toast sticks, and post it on social using the hashtag Wendy's French Toast Stick Sweeps or log on to Wendy's French Toast Stick Sweeps.com. Wendy's new homestyle French toast sticks are crispy on the outside, fluffy on the inside. They're so good, they're the best thing to ever happen to breakfast. No purchase necessary. See rules at Wendy's French toast stick sweeps.com. Sweepstakes end September 11th, 2022. Hello again, everybody. Gamecock Central Radio here. Emerson Phillips with Chris Clark and the Gamecocks coming off this 24 14 defeat to Florida today, Chris. Initial takeaways from this game you know, Florida's defense dominated for about three quarters, and then South Carolina woke up a little bit in the fourth. But it was too little, too late for South Carolina. It was. It was a strange game, Emerson. And um, I actually picked South Carolina to win this game going in. And a lot of people think probably in hindsight that that pick was crazy. And and now I do, too, after having made it and and watching this game. Now, it didn't end up being close. Um, And then Florida uh, got the late run from Kelvin Taylor on a third down and ended up getting the touchdown to really put it away. But South Carolina played very poorly, really on both sides of the ball. Uh, for three quarters and then they came back and made some things happen and and pulled within uh, you know three and had a chance there and and just couldn't stop Florida late but yeah just a lot of mistakes I mean one of Florida's touchdowns was on a ball that should have been picked off at best or knocked down at worst Um, they let Treon Harris make some throws that weren't even great decisions but still paid off couldn't get enough pressure uh, you know, the, the third downs were killer. That There's another storyline for this of third downs. We saw it against Tennessee. We saw it against A&M. We saw it against now Florida. And then offensively, they just could not get anything going until late in the game. And then it looked like a, a revelation. You know, they, they started playing a lot better late, uh, but just, you know, just didn't have enough to get it done because of how poorly they played at the beginning. So they got to find a way to start off faster in these final two games of the season. Chris, South Carolina had uh, only 44 yards of offense at the end of the third quarter, and then the Gamecocks put up 145 <laughs> yards in the fourth, and Florida you know, led 17 to nothing going into the fourth quarter. So it was the second week in a row that the Gamecocks had trailed 17 to nothing, and they tried to come back and actually made a ball game of it for the second week in a row. But again, a little bit slow getting out of the gate. That's been a theme this year. The Gamecocks have not led at halftime all year, and now we're down to the final two games of the regular season. So, why do the Gamecocks, in your opinion, continue to struggle out of the gate in these ball games, and what's left for South Carolina to accomplish with two games left to play? Yeah, you know, it's, it's sort of inexplicable on how they've started so slow, but then sort of rallied and played better. And Um, I don't think anybody can really put his or her finger on it as to why it's happened. Uh, You know, against Tennessee, look, I think a a lot of it, just to back up for a second, I mean, these are quality opponents they played. Now, is Texas A&M or Tennessee uh, an an extremely good team? No, but but they're capable teams, and if you don't play well, they can beat you. And so, you know, those teams both presented matchup problems for South Carolina with their pass rush on defense, and then with how they can operate their offense 
when facing the Gamecock defense. And obviously the Gamecock defense has been a large concern. You know, the offense is a concern too, but a lot of people are pointing at the defense. Um, they are both the problem today. So, you know, when you go back and you just look, I mean, I think you look at the Tennessee game, well, they didn't start off very well because they just weren't playing well and they didn't pressure the front against Tennessee or anything like that. They didn't really do a lot different. When they started, you know, making some different calls and then just executing better, they they played better against Tennessee, but they still gave up too many third downs. And that's where we saw Tennessee have success on third down with passing the ball. You know, today it was just not finishing plays. It's not like Florida lit it up on offense. I mean, they had 17 points going into the fourth quarter. Um, but, you know, just the inability to get off the, the field on third down, they had a chance to get the ball back down three with a third, and I think it was a third medium, and Kelvin Taylor not only gets the first down, but gets, you know, down to the red zone, you know, inside the five-yard line. So that was just a backbreaker. Um, you know, offensively, I think it, it, it's the story. It, each game tells its own story, but today it was just, look, Florida's defense is really, really good. And South Carolina didn't play well offensively, and then you, you add that on – the fact that South Carolina, that Florida's defense rather is very very good, and I think that was the reason for the slow start. J- just didn't play well, and it's so I think it's just it's been a theme, but I don't know if it's you know there's any particular reason for it other than that's just how it's happened. Chris, two games left to play in a regular season here. What do the Gamecocks have left to play for? Oh, I think you just play for pride at this point. You know, you just try to go out and win. And and look, I, I think. These players have been given, you know, dealt a tough hand. You know, Sean Elliott was dealt a tough hand. They are trying to turn a season around at the midway point, or they were trying to turn a season around at the midway point that had not gone very well at all. Um, and then, you know, there's a coaching change, which th- they have responded better, I think, to Elliott and been more competitive than people would expect them to. But they have a had a second half of a schedule that is difficult. I mean, two road games, then you play – the, the guys who are the SEC East champions and only lost one game all year to LSU. Um, and then you got to play the Citadel, who's an FCS team, but they run the option and they're a good team, pretty good team. And then you got to play Clemson, who's number one right now. So, I mean, that, that's a tough challenge. It doesn't matter who you are. The Gamecocks could be a, a top 25 team, and that would be a fairly difficult schedule. Um, it's not making excuses or anything. It's just sort of giving a, a dose of reality to it. So, you know, there's not really a great deal left to play for, although, you know, you can you can get yourself into position uh, to turn some heads, I guess, at the end of the season. But, you know, I think you just go out and you try to play for pride. Um, you try to go beat the Citadel, and then you really gear up for a game against Clemson where you could potentially play spoiler and get a rivalry win that, shoot, for all, for all the bad in this season, I mean, that, that would be a monumental victory. And it's it's one that would be getting over the hump in a big way. Would a lot of people pick it right now? I don't think so. But I think you just go out there and you just keep competing and, and keep playing to try to get better for the future and just to try to put your stamp on the season. All right. South Carolina now 3-7 and seven overall, and they are 1-7 and seven this year to wrap SEC play. So we're getting ready for the Citadel game next Saturday. Noon kick at Williams-Brice. Chris, I know you got a lot going on this weekend. We appreciate your time here on Gamecock Central Radio. All right, thanks, Emerson. We'll talk to you next week. For Chris Clark, I'm Emerson Phillips. Thanks for joining us on Gamecock Central Radio. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.